You found it. The no-nonsense, no-script podcast you've been waiting for. Real people on real issues. Welcome to Dynamic Independence. The home of logic, reason, and common sense. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm sitting down today with Bruce Adams and GP. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Nice to see you all. GP, good to see you. Already slamming stuff down this morning, dropping stuff. How you doing? Offended. You're very offended. offended. You're very offended. Yeah, you, okay, let's start with that. You hurt my feeling. I hurt your feelings. <laughs> I hurt, let, let, me, let me just, let me lay this out, right? This is a good starting point, okay? I hurt your feelings. Let's look you're at it like feeling. this. feeling, just the one. I only have your the one. Your feeling, okay. Yeah, you so come I, in I don't here, have multiple feelings. You come in here today, throw in an ad campaign in Bruce and I's face, saying you need it in less than mm-hmm. 24 hours, and you forgot mm-hmm. to mention it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I well, hurt I, your feelings, Yes. Yep. Yep. My feeling. Your okay. feeling. See, now you're even now you even hurt my feeling even more by bringing up more stuff. My gosh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really. I was the one that was set up to take a, a Nancy Pelosi line here. I, I was the one that was set up. So mm-hmm. in reality, I'm the one owed an apology here. Uh, yes. <laughs> you got to no. think on that one. Yeah. <laughs> No, really, it's good to see you. It's, it's uh, nice that you're actually in here today. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We are going to, because of the holiday, right, because this is you know Christmas and, and uh, everything this week mm. and people are traveling, and I'm quite certain that our listeners are probably going to be down this week just like everyone else. I think everybody else has actually gone home. So like all the podcasters, all the broadcasters, everybody, they're all, they're all gone home. So what we're going to do this week, we're not going to do morning shows this week, and we're not going to do long afternoon shows this week only. So what we're going to do, except for possibly tomorrow, uh, what we're going to do is because we, we've got a lot of things that are going on in the UK and we've got a load of UK guys that are coming on tomorrow to voice their, um, shall we say, uh, distaste for the actions that are being taken over there. So tomorrow is probably going to be a different story. But today uh, and the rest of the week, we're just going to do like 45 minutes. and We're going to combine the morning show and the afternoon show. So we're going to have a little bit of the stuff we normally talk about, the apolitical stuff uh, on our main podcast. And we're going to have some of our afternoon stuff, but we're going to kind of compress it into one. And it's going to be just a little bit shorter. So um, for those of you that do listen this, this week, fantastic. Thank you all very much. Uh, and we do expect that from uh, from you loyal listeners. But this week is going to be a little bit different. Uh, but after this week is over, it's going to be back to normal. Isn't that right, Bruce? Isn't that how you wanted to do it? Yeah, I figured it would just make it easier for us. to. Uh, content's a bit hard to come by right now with all that, the news agencies and everything being home. Yeah, for holidays or whatever. that and and, you know, campaigns that the GP's continuing to throw at us for various reasons. True. Uh, Products. Okay. I'm All right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's start with, let's start with LA, right? You're, okay. you're out, you're out in LA, LA County. You're, you're in the County, mm-hmm. right? So you, you're, a, you're, you're within LA yes. County. Okay. LA County concedes. They actually, they, they threw in the towel on this one. People must be allowed to worship inside churches. So they're not going to be able to close churches now. Isn't that a good thing? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. No, it's actually a really, it's a, no, it's actually a really good thing that they're able to, because, you know, we have a lot of pro- mental problems going on here in California. And if we can get somebody to give say. us a you don't line say. of sanity, 
that would be great. But if it's a line of insanity that's being perpetuated, no, it's not a good thing. A line of sanity in the state of California? That's not even possible. Okay, that is that is actually okay. We have the we have the Church of Your Holy Underwear. Okay, so I have a concern. Yeah, we have we have with some pretty odd churches. All right, yesterday. The Supreme Court of the United States set in motion what may end up being a momentous couple of non-decisions on religious freedom in the U.S. in the time of the COVID-19 crisis. So uh, they have made this ruling in light of the Supreme Court's decision in the Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn, New York versus New York at the issue where decisions were originating in in New Jersey. Uh, in Colorado, which have established public health emergencies rules that make it easier to shop at Costco or buy liquor than to attend worship. But basically, to sum it up, Los Angeles County uh, Department of Public Health announced that it would change its health order to reflect the Supreme Court rulings against the state's attempts to limit indoor worship services because of the coronavirus. In a news release issued Saturday afternoon, the department said that places of worship can have both indoor and outdoor services with mandatory physical distancing and face coverings over both the nose and and the mouth that must be worn at all times while on site. Bruce? So they're allowed to worship, but they have to still social distance, which means reduce capacity and wear masks. Uh, I would assume so, yes. But, I mean, I think all this means, all the ruling means is that the, the state can't close the churches. I think that's all they've done here. Yeah, I mean, baby steps, right? Because uh, technically, you know, constitutionally, they can't do anything uh, when it comes to your right to worship. But, you know, whatever. So it's a win. I would like more personally. It's good. That's a good win. It's a good win for freedom. Worship services and protests are constitutionally protected and have legally continued through the pandemic. But public officials, uh, health officials say they should take place outdoors. Today, the department reiterated that it strongly recommends that places of worship continue to hold services outdoors. To take a, uh, a line from from uh, Mitch McConnell, which I'm quite disgusted with him, by the way, gag and and deal with it in this case. Not quite vote for it, but uh, deal with it. So, all right. I mean, churches I'm, are open. I'm, I'm cool with the government saying, hey, we recommend you do it outside. I'm cool with that. Just recommend all you want. You know, tell us the facts. Don't mandate that they have to do it outside. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Sticking with California here, Willie Brown, uh, he has warned that the uh, the recall attempt on Gavin Newsom is saying that uh, Gavin Newsom's in trouble. And the question is, is California Governor Gavin Newsom in hot water? I made a bad mistake. Well, that's true. That's true, Governor. You did. You did. Uh, so a court, he is, according to San Francisco's 41st mayor, Willie Brown, he's in hot water. On Saturday, the San Francisco Chronicle ran a brown pen piece. Gavin Newsom's in trouble. And the question is, how can he survive? There's a petition that is circulating. They've got, I think, just a little over 800,000 signatures. And they need another million, I think. Isn't that right, Bruce? They need another million? No, I think they need another 800. I think it's 1.6 million. I think 1.6. Okay. Mm-hmm. By March, so, right? By March, yeah. By March. I th- Let me ask you, GP, are they going to get it? You think they're going to get it? Oh, they'll get it. Is he really become that unpopular out there to the average person? I mean, you're you're out there. You're in the thick of it. You're in L.A. You have the vibe of the people out there. Is he public enemy number one? Uh, uh, except uh, for, of course, of your mayor. He, the mayor here in L.A. is is far more treacherous. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, you had it right. No, you had it right. <laughs> more wanted than Newsolini. I knew some. My gosh, what is wrong with my language uh, today? GP, you just you, you didn't get enough sleep, I guess. That's what it is. Yeah. OK, my gosh. These are professional people and we should be professional. OK, the situation lies that. Here's the question, GP. Are you going to sign the petition? Do you want to sign the petition? Yes. I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> there's a petition. 
<laughs> yes, there's a petition. And mm. I'm, I'm sure that you could sign it, Mickey Mouse. And I'm sure that, well, I'm sure Mickey Mouse would probably sign it. I mean, Disney's closed because of him. So, well, we've seen with most petitions, a lot of dead people like signing these too. That's true. So That's true. I they like know. to vote too. Yes, they have. They've been voting for a while. Bruce, what about the governor in your state? How, how popular is he? Uh, I mean, relatively, I guess. The the previous governor was guilty of some uh, uh, fraud or something. I don't know. It's like misspending funds or something. I don't know what the deal was. But uh, I've never heard of Oklahoma. Well, I think. I've never heard of Oklahoma being like a problem with anything, really. I mean, I've never heard of it being a uh, an issue. I mean, you always hear the horror stories about like certain states, like, for example, Colorado, New York, California, Washington, Oregon, a couple others, Michigan and, and Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota, but never really anything about Oklahoma. I've never heard of any problems down there. Uh, we, we tend to like we, we like to stay behind the scenes. We don't want to you know, we don't like being up in the forefront. You know, we just you know, it's a. You know how it is. You just want to live live your life. You don't want to be in the middle of things, right? So that's kind of it's kind of the attitude there, I guess. That's true. And I think really the only thing that's in that state is agriculture, oil, and tornadoes. I, I think that's your main yeah, export. Yeah, and a, a bit of a bit of alcohol. Uh, and a bit of alcohol. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> bit of alcohol. That's uh, that, the the Native American community specifically loves their alcohol. So. That's true. And, you know, honestly, I that's that's really a, that's a, that's a crying shame because I've seen some of those uh, those documentaries and TV shows as to what exactly that's done uh, in a lot of those communities. And that's really sad to see. It's the same thing when you when you look at the documentaries and the series that are up in um, up in Alaska with the uh, the native Eskimo population up there. And it's just the indigenous population up there. It's just it's really sad to see that. Really sad. I don't know if this is really as big as like Vegas, but. We have a lot of casinos around here as well, uh, Native American casinos. No, I think Vegas is more. Well, GP could tell you this. I think that Vegas is more of like just corporation-owned casinos. So it's you, you really don't have a lot of Indian casino gaming in in Vegas. I could be wrong on that though. But in other parts of the country, uh, New England specifically, you go up around like uh, Connecticut up there. They have two major casinos up there: Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods Casinos. I've been to both of those, and those are. Um, those are Indian casinos, and they are. Well, I mean, Mohegan Sun was probably my favorite because it's just. I, I don't know. There, there was something about that place that's that's just. It's always stuck with me, and I, I don't know. It was just. It, you, you walk in and you just, like. You, you know how those places are. You just walk in. And you just like have this atmosphere about it that you just connect with. And I'm not a gambler. I, I'm not a gambler. I never have been. I, I don't really believe in it. If that's what someone wants to do, fine. But. I don't particularly believe in in gambling, but I've always been fascinated by casinos, and I don't know why, because I don't like the I guess the uh, the lifestyles that they promote. But uh, and also, I isn't it isn't it actually a isn't it a sin to gamble? Uh, n- n- not exactly. No, it's not. Because they say uh, something in there about like casting lots and and all that stuff. Isn't that a sin? Well, no, because uh, they used it back then, but it was used differently than it is today. It's more of the. Uh, <laughs> Having an idol, if you will. So if it's your idol, then yeah, it's it's bad. I see. Well, I guess that would make sense then. All right. Well, anyway, I kind of got sidetracked there. But yeah, anyone that's in the Northeast, the uh, the American Northeast, New England, I would highly recommend. Of course, I well, no, it's open. I think casinos are open from COVID, so they're they're exempt because they make a whole lot of money. Mohegan Sun, Connecticut, awesome casino, great food too, by the way. Speaking of the Northeast, Bruce, your favorite governor, Governor Andrew Cuomo, you're you're gonna like this. He has been banned from restaurants in New York City. Good. The 
<laughs> yeah, good. The struggling restaurants in New York City have banded together to enact a ban against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo from dining at their premises following his coronavirus lockdown measures in the city. You know, I think every place that is supposed to be locked down because of his uh, rulings, because of what Cuomo said, they should all ban him from going there because mm -hmm. he can't go there. Everything's closed down. So you shouldn't be here going to the, the restaurant. So, no, they, I, I'm, I'm for that. Yeah, ban him. And what, what about why, why don't we ban him from actually being able to close them? Um, I mean, that's on the businesses. That's on the businesses on whether or not they want to close. You know, they don't have to follow the orders and edicts of the governor. But, you know, that's their choice. True. <laughs> uh, we're under terms of service, so I can't actually repeat the exact quote here, it says, but uh, he can eat at some uh, terrible roadside diner outside of Albany, but he will not be served anywhere in New York City, known universally as the world's greatest dining destination. And I can attest to that. If he has to use the restroom, he can go. He can go on the street corner. But he's not going to go in my restaurant, said bar owner Larry Baird, according to uh, the Coney Island blog. Numerous members of a Facebook group called the New York City Restaurants Open, which is mainly made up of restaurant bar owners, have come out in support of a lifetime order. Listen to this, Bruce, a lifetime order. So as long as they own those restaurants, he will not be allowed there. A lifetime order banning Cuomo from being served at all New York City establishments. I'm not typically for, you know, banning someone for their political stances. However, this guy has literally gotten away with murder. So literally. Uh, yeah, literally. So, uh, yeah, I'm for banning him from those businesses because nobody's going to do anything about it. Nobody's going to sit there and, and, and really the, the state's not going to go after him. It is the federal government going to go after him. I mean, no. Do you think Biden's going to go after him? Nah. Nah. Completely schizophrenic behavior. How are they coming up with these rules is beyond any logical reasoning, said one group member, according to the uh, the blog, talking about Cuomo's actions to businesses, by the way. Struggling restaurateurs have been forced to provide outdoor dining in the middle of winter. I know because, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been out in the streets in New York in the middle of December and wanted to uh, sit outside. After Cuomo shut down indoor dining in New York City on December 14th, a significant reversal of the city's reopening. And of course, man, those cases are out of control. You got to bring that number down. Well, if you would do what you were told, according to Cuomo. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, it's your fault. It's your fault. See, what, what I think is so unique about all this is the fact that they've been able to turn this around on you. So they're actually playing your goodwill towards another person against you. That's what they're doing. The New York Times described the lockdown as a crushing blow to the city's restaurant industry, a vital economic pillar that has been struggling all year in the face of the pandemic restrictions and a national recession. GP, you want to weigh in on that? No, I'm no. going to let you go. No, I was done on that. I, I just I, I, oh, wanted okay. to, I, I wanted to you clicked off there. I thought maybe you had a uh, thought on it. I was going. No, I'm, I'm good. What are the OK? Things are closed. You you were saying before we started, you were telling us the more restrictions. The, the thing I'm having a problem with is the more restrictions that we're having, whether it's the restricting the politicians or restricting the people, we have to stop doing the restrictions, period, and get back to normal. And that's the problem I was just having. That's all. You no, know, I understand. I, everybody agrees. I, I'm pretty sure everybody agrees, with the exception of the uh, the you know the the loony out there that's you know follows people around in a store telling you to wear your mask. I was going to ask you, actually, to that point, what they're doing in New York. What are restaurants doing in California? What are you guys doing? Because you were telling us before we suffering. started. Suffering. I understand you're suffering, but do you, do you not have anybody that's defying this? We do. There you are do. people that are. Because mm -hmm. you don't really hear about them. I mean, the, I know because that's how good they are. The restaurants themselves were told if you adjust 
to all of this and you do the outdoor dining and you do all this, which a lot of California businesses did that. They went out and they spent all kinds of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars to put outdoor dining in. Go ahead. It's not it's not just outdoor dining. It was the plexiglass first. Yes. And the, the mask and the social distancing and reduce your capacity. Then it went to outdoor dining. Well, there's there's a few people, quite a few people that are doing behind the scenes indoor dining and things of that nature. But everyone's on the hush hush. So are it's, you telling uh, me that they're doing speakeasy restaurants? Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. Seriously. It's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I love it. It's, I do too. I think it's they, great. They, these people are fantastic, especially these, some of the inner city areas. It's amazing. You almost have to have like a password to get in. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you go up. What's the password? Sour yeah. marshmallow. Let me in. Yeah. I, hey, do you have, do you have the tuna on rye today? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how it runs. But yeah, it's cool. The difficult part is we have a lot of Karens. And so a few people have gotten caught, but it's... Uh, it's a horrific situation that we're being put into with all of these lockdowns. I'll tell you what, you know what's worse? Dying of starvation. Having a family member, okay, your family, your whole family can get COVID and survive and no one would ever know. No one would ever know. But what's going to, what we do know is if you don't make any money and you can't pay your house bill and you can't pay your car payment and you can't pay your insurance and you can't pay anything, do you know the strain that puts on the family? Do you know suicides are up? You guys know? Off the charts. I don't know. Off the charts. Yeah. Anxiety, when, when depression, this money, all of it. When this government money stops, we're going to be seeing people jumping off buildings like, well, they're not going to shoot jump off buildings. People prefer to take drugs or shoot themselves. It's going to be record numbers. And we're, not, and we're not taking that into consideration. No government agency has really taken that into consideration is what's going to happen when the money stops. You know, do a waiver where everyone signs a freaking gu- We have waivers. We have government agencies that we can't sue, right? We can't sue them. They're never at fault. Give the businesses. Why can't we do a waiver? Why don't we do this with the businesses? Give, give, give them the businesses a waiver. Liability protection. Just like yes. you, give the, you give the vaccine manufacturers liability protection, give yes. the businesses liability protection. Yes. If they have the people sign a waiver that they could come in, good to go. I've been saying it since day one. Right? Um, we, th- we think is one here. Suicide rates are about 145%, by the way. Only 145%? Well, that's the high end, yeah. And it's the age group of 10 to 25. The people least affected by this, this, yeah, the generation coming up that's going to continue this nation forward, going forward. The ones that are least affected by it, they're the ones that are up 145 percent right now. That's ridiculous. It is, but you you have to understand what's being done here, and and that is this is exactly what the people that are implementing this want to happen. As terrible as that is, I mean, you have to look at it from their point of view. They're sick psychotics. Okay, you and I are not. The average person out there is not. Our listeners oh, are not. judge yourself, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. The, yeah. the average person out there that doesn't want to do harm to anybody, they automatically think by default that because they wouldn't do any harm to anyone else is that no one else would do that either. And that's what these people are doing. Well, to the left, we are psychotics, by the way, because we want everything open. So we just want the grandparents to die. But I mean, looking at uh, weighing the deaths, though, I mean, suicides are off the charts. Car wrecks are not being counted. Everything's being logged as a COVID death. Everything's comorbidity now. So the, the death numbers are, are off the charts. And by the way, let's talk about that for a minute. The death numbers, GP. This is the yes. first time you've been on since you've done that mm-hmm. research. Could you please bring us up to speed 
on what I we're seeing because we're hearing record deaths. Love. Thank you. Really? We're hearing record deaths. We're hearing record deaths. Oh. We heard it the other day. 36, 36, yeah, 36. They would love 36. 3,600 people died from COVID in one day. And that was the deadliest day the U.S. has seen. Okay. See, here's, here's the problem. 7,900 people die every single day since that's of what i went back everything of everything everything i just want to give you some ideas here because i don't like going by this death that death this death i want to talk about how every day people die we have from car accidents suicides heart disease diabetes kidney failures whatever it may be we have about 7900 people that have died every single day since 2014 what i'm going to give you some Weird numbers here. I'm going to give you not weird. Uh, I'm going to give you some stats. This is per the CDC. This is per, you know, their agency where they've actually done the research and they actually have to list how many Americans, Americans have died annually, annually, the whole year. In 2014, 2.6 million people died. It's a lot of people. 2015, 2.7 million. 2016, 2.7 million. Uh, excuse me, that's 16. 2017, 2.8 million. 2018, 2.8 million. 2019, 2.8 million. Well, guess what? We've got the results of a number of people have died since December 4th. From January 1st to December 4th that have died here in America is 2.6 million. We've actually, our numbers are 0.2 million lower than they were last year. Less people have died this year than last year. It's not possible because COVID, I'm being facetious. I know. Uh, I believe you, but... Uh, according to all we're hearing with the hysteria, that's not possible. You know, tons of people have been dying from COVID. You know, you're everybody's no, no. going to die. People are dying from COVID. They're just adding COVID to whatever they die from is what they're doing. And that's the problem. We actually have less COVID is actually what's called the lockdown has actually saved lives. We've actually saved 2.2 million people's lives. We're talking 200,000 people's lives have been saved this year because of COVID. 200,000 people did not die from a car accident. 200,000 people did not die from heart disease. 200,000 people did not die from cancer. 200,000 people did not die from an airplane crash. All these things that people did not die from, we went down in numbers. We have been consistently going up in numbers year after year. And this is the first year we actually, less people have died. See, that's why I don't like saying, seeing the COVID, only concentrating on one thing. You have to look at the total numbers. People are like, well, look at all these poor people died. You know what? Guess what happened? We just saved another 200,000 people that are living today because of COVID. 200,000, not five. So these people did not end up having a heart disease. They didn't end up dying from cancer. They didn't end up dying from complications due to diabetes or their kidney disease. And those are the comorbidities. Or other medical deaths. conditions. Those are the comorbidities. See, that's, that's the thing is comorbidity. And that's the th- situation. You cannot focus in on strictly one cause of death. Because it's not going to give you a proper idea, especially a disease, a viral disease, a, a contagious disease like this. You cannot really does not truly represent. Now, what I was expecting by looking at these results, this is actually what I was expecting when I was looking everything up, was that we would be in the three million. We should be at the three million for 2020. Because if you add in the 500,000 people that they say have died, we would be past the three million mark. But we're not. We're 200,000 under. And anybody can look up these results if you want. Please, by all means, get on the CDC websites, get on the de- uh, death, all the death clock stuff. Please just get on the websites, do the research yourselves. You can actually get them. They'll write you. They, 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 you can write into them and they'll actually send you a report. It's pretty awesome. There's a lot of things that you can do. Email them and you can get the exact numbers from 2014. I, I stopped at 2014 because that was the first year that's actually lower than today. 
we were consistently going up, but 2014, there were actually less deaths than 2000, 2020. This is exactly what we did with the uh, the hospitalization numbers that we we pulled the other day. We pulled them right from Health and Human Services. Mm-hmm. And and like they're saying that hospitals are being overrun. We're looking at the actual hospital numbers and we're right where we should be. At the, exactly. The numbers are fine. But when you say you're overrun, it's because, well, we had 100 beds, but now we only have 25 beds and we have 30 people. We've always had 30 people in here. Always. But we reduced it to 25 to make it look like we're overwhelmed. That's so what's going on. The, what you're saying is, is they, they've actually, rather than have the actual surges, they've reduced the capacity in the hospital for, yes. that, for that number. Yes. So That's essentially, exactly what they're doing. Essentially, this is like everything else. Rather than going by things that we've always known, they're changing the underlying meaning of what we traditionally know it as. That way they can manipulate the agenda for it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, yes. rather than... Rather than call yourself a, uh, you know, what whatever these uh, these woke idiots talk about, um, cultural appropriation or something, they just change the underlying meaning of whatever it is to put forth that agenda that they're trying to promote. Exactly. If you change the language, you get your results. And that's all they've done. And, and they're continuing to do that. And it's it's depressing that we're being so easily manipulated. It's depressing that the whole world is shut down. The world. It's not. Uh, you know, it wasn't like it's one country. It's the whole world is being affected. There are kids starving all over the planet. People dying from diseases that they would normally wouldn't have died from because they can't get medical care because every medical professional is not going out to these rural areas where these people are. They don't talk about that. We don't talk about the that the thousands and thousands of people that are dying constantly because they're not getting medical care because there's no one there to give it to them. We were giving it to them before. From 2019, Doctors Without Borders, we have a lot of fantastic programs that have been out there helping people, blah, 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 blah. And guess what we did? With this shutdown, we just sentenced all these children to death for yeah. something that we're saving lives, apparently, here in the United States uh-huh. because 200,000 people did not die that should have died this year. You... uh. You, you said the whole world is shut down. Yes. Well, not, not really. the whole world. There's a few countries. Not the whole there's world. A few countries are, there's a few yeah. countries. And one country. I mean, most politicians don't know the difference. Oh, no, they don't know yeah. the difference. Those idiots don't know anything other than how to read a teleprompter. That's all they know. No, no, no. They don't know the difference of being shut down because they can go to they can go have Mexican vacations down oh, in yes. Mexico. Yeah. And have yeah. a freaking party. They could go they over can, to freaking Peru and go. And they can go up to wherever they French want. Laundry. French laundry. French laundry. Yeah, exactly. They could do whatever the hell the, the politicians and our world leaders are doing normal. They is business is normal for them. In fact, it's even better for them because they have absolute power over all our lives. And they're getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. They're I still think, getting a paycheck. I think, during a, I think during an economic crisis, they should not receive a single dime. I agree. Politicians, all salaries should stop and all forms of income should stop for political leaders. You'll get no argument from me. Because it is ridiculous when you are a fat cat making a bunch of money and there's a crisis and you've got hundreds and hundreds of children and people, just people, let's not even go in the children angle, people that don't know where their next meal is coming from. These fat cats, they don't care. It's like, whatever, I'm getting a thing. But you take away their income, you take away their means of production. I'll tell you what, we'll have a bill tomorrow, but they don't care. And, no, and we allow this. And we allow this. That's how that's even the worst part is we allow this impotence. We allow these. Dear God, we we've crippled ourselves. We're you know, too was, afraid to do anything. We're yeah, too afraid to say anything. You know, I was uh, and that's what it is right there. You know, I was I was telling Bruce uh, before you uh, before you came in tonight, I was saying this uh, 
uh, this lockdown, which we're going to talk about it tomorrow with uh, with our UK guys, this lockdown that's happening in London, they're going to what's called now a tier four lockdown. You remember the three tier system? Well, there's a fourth mm-hmm. one that's been introduced now, which is basically Boris Johnson's come out. Uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's come out and said no Christmas, none, zero. And what did you see last night at all of the transportation hubs in London? People scrambling to get out. Hundreds of thousands of people scrambling to get out of London before the lockdown went into effect at midnight. Because the virus knows to go into lockdown after a certain time, you see. That's what the curfews are about. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was, when I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm watching videos of thousands and thousands of people that are standing in, I mean, uh, elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder in London at these transportation hubs. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you people, look, you can't run from this. <laughs> it's like, as you just said, GP, we're doing this to ourselves. You really want this to stop? You really want all these restrictions to be lifted? Then march your happy asses down there to Westminster, march down to number 10, and don't leave until those people come out and answer for what they're doing. Seems like a pretty good solution to me. Well, there's a old far side that I saw. It said, and it shows this king, and he's sitting next to his prince, or his little little character. And there's people with pitchforks and people with torches coming up to the castle to take down the castle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the prince says, "Isn't there something we should do?" He says, "All we're going to do is just tell the pitch, tell the the pitchfork people that the torch people are, are trying to take away their pitchforks." <laughs> and they're going to fight each other. And that's yep. what, what's happening to us. Yeah. We're not unifying. And this misinformation that's being spread is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And it's funny you say that because you talk about how the whole world shut down. And then we're talking about fighting amongst ourselves and and governments have really turned their back on we the people and all the rest of it. But it's funny what hasn't been mentioned in all this? I mean, with all this talk of all this virus stuff in, in our countries and this and that, okay, you spoke there about unification. Shouldn't we be unifying in a common problem, not only against the politicians, but they should be the ones leading the charge into helping deal with, oh, I don't know, where this thing came from in the first place, maybe? Has anybody even considered that? What are we not hearing about? We're not hearing about China, are we? It's been months since you've heard anything about China. Where mm. is the talk about China? Oh, unless it's in a positive light, then you can talk about it. But if it's in a negative light, oh, you can't talk about that at all. Reuters, you know, the Associated Press, Reuters, you know, the the news outlet. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yes. Guess where they were 48 hours ago. They were in China. Where? They were in China. Oh, lucky them. And guess what they were doing? They were attending. Partying in Wuhan? They were partying in Wuhan. Yeah, Wuhan is open for business. <laughs> I know, it's partying like crazy. I mean, it, they are partying in there like it is 1999. No masks, no social distancing, no nothing. They are laughing in our faces because of our scumbag sellout politicians that are on their payroll. Oh, yeah, I said it. Oh, yeah, I said it. Mm-hmm. Reuters has taken a photo essay hey, wait, and put together wait, this wait. whole photo. What? I just got, Biden just got done saying he's not for sale. I'm sorry, Beijing Joe said what? Oh, wait. Oh, Beijing just said they bought him. That's why he's not yeah. for sale. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's not for sale. He's already bought, man. He's not for sale with anybody else. <laughs> right. I, I just got confused for a second. Sorry. Don't make him send corn pop after you. <laughs> he will send corn yeah, pop. Corn after pop, me. man. He's a bad. Come on, man. He's, he's got hairy legs. Touch his white hair legs. He's got hairy legs. <laughs> he's. Do you like that video I said? Yeah, he got hairy legs. Yeah. I learned about roaches. What? Yes. What? I don't know anyway, where this is going. But I have I can't no stop idea what's going. It. Yeah, it is just it, it's terrible. Reuters has done a photo essay of how 
They and the residents of Wuhan are enjoying nightclubs, street parties, with and street parties without the need for masks or social distancing, even as much of the rest of the world continues to labor under lockdown. Hmm. Again, why aren't we hearing anything about this? And you can actually go on to Reuters Twitter feed. They have the pictures up there. They're they're putting it up there. And, and here's one of their tweets. I'm going to read it out here. In a crowded Wuhan beer hall, I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce this person's name. So-and-so, she wipes birthday cake away from her face after a food fight with her friends. And she says, or she's quoted by saying, I feel like I'm having a second life. The textile worker who lives in the city says, outside, maskless partygoers spill onto the streets, smoking and playing street games with toy machine guns and balloons. Nightlife in Wuhan is back in full swing almost seven months after the city lifted its lockdown on February 6th. So see, we dumb Westerners, we don't know what we're doing, right? With our outdated democracies and everything, we don't know how to handle these problems. Now see, the Chinese, their way is is superior. They know how to fix this problem. That's what's being said here. Because, well, if you do take it from this perspective, they are doing it right. There were no, we're not seeing bodies yeah, dropping opening in the up. streets. They're remember the news? Okay, remember the news when we first got in this virus? And yeah, you could pull up some of our old shows. Is we're talking how China was talking about bodies. People were dropping right and left and all this. And then we found out later it was movies. Mobile said, crematoriums. Movie props, mobile crematoriums and all this. Stuff. And it was all fake. And or a lot of it. But and are then, you going to trust? Are you going to trust the CCP, though? That's the thing. Are you right. going to trust? We're not going to trust it. So we're, we're, we're expecting we were expecting the same thing here. Where's our crematorium trucks? Where's the body stacked up with refrigerator trucks? You'd at least see that. Yeah. Yeah. Where is that here? Where? Why, why aren't there empty homeless camps? Empty. Doesn't exist. Well, they did say that the uh, homeless are superior you know, in the, <laughs> the, the resistances. So the best thing to do is to make everyone homeless. The homeless would be dropping like flies if this thing was a legit threat. Seriously, with those with the deplorable yes, conditions in there. Also, when you're pooping cent- in someone's front porch, yeah, central and you're and eating South- out of a trash can, I don't think your health is in right. the best. Central and South America, they would have much bigger problems. We're not hearing anything about it, except for mm-hmm. Brazil, because Bolsonaro's bucking the plan down there. That's why. Mm-hmm. Africa, you would expect this to wipe through Africa in no time flat if it was as bad as what we're being told about. We're not hearing anything about that. On top of that, what about this vaccine? What about this vaccine? Are they going to be able to administer this in parts of Central and South America and in parts of Africa? I would say not, because how are you going to get those refrigeration units down there to transport it? You're not. Why are they going to vaccinate something that they don't really need to? Thank you. Why why are we doing it here? Well, there is a, okay, well, to counter my own point, there is a, you know, we do have a group of people that a vaccine, a real vaccine would actually help our elderly. True. true. Because it could exacerbate a, you know, a problem that they may have. You know, if they're already having lung problems, I don't think COVID is going to help them anything. Or if they're having, no, you that's know, true. whatever. No, you're right be. on that. And so, to be clear, to be clear, just as we're, just as we have to say every time, we are not anti-vaxxers, to be clear. Now, me personally. We're not? No, we're not. Oh, not. okay, good, good, good. I just want to make sure. Uh, no, we're not. I, I'm not an anti-vaccine. I'm not an anti-vaccine. I, I, I am no. into my vaccines. In yeah, fact, yeah, that's I, what I used to do when I was No, I understand. I, I understand. But except for that one time <laughs> that you yeah, told me except about. Except for what? Well, no, no, no that has to do with the guns. The, I, won't, I won't use the guns because they No, I understand. I understand. But my, my problem is, is I'm anti this vaccine. There's a difference here. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I believe in the science of vaccines. We've saved millions upon millions of lives and saved millions of people from suffering as a result of good vaccines. Not this one. Not this one. You can't rush these vaccines. GP, you know better than anybody, better than any of the rest of us. Vaccines are very delicate and you have to 
you have to do them properly and you cannot rush them, can you? No. Well, are you talking about the research part of it? Are you talking about the implementation of part of it? The, the, well, the implementation, of it? Im, implementation, storage. Okay, that's different. I'm talking about the development. That and, is that. Okay, I may not. I'm not a specialist in the area, but I do know I've got colleagues that, that have been there and they have told me that it something that takes less than six months that they've worked on for 20 years. And we're supposed to have had it done in six months. Yeah, that's that's why it's, I'm it's not like exactly. Not that's why I'm anti this vaccine. On top of that, look at all these these uh, these poor healthcare workers that are being hit with this thing. My issue with this is the um, uh, are the side effects that are happening right away. That's my problem with this. And this is out today. I mean, what 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 are we hearing now? That uh, a lot of these nurses that are going into uh, anaphylactic shock. I think they're up to three now in Alaska that have that have had anaphylactic shock. Uh, four in Chicago, I believe. And today, uh, the feds have issued new guidelines and they've launched a probe to address the early allergic reactions to the COVID vaccine. Yeah. The CDC. OK, so the CDC today has come out and they've issued new guidelines and the Food and Drug Administration launched an investigation after half a dozen early patients suffered severe allergic reactions after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. The CDC said those who suffered a severe allergic re- reaction known as anaphylaxis, which required hospitalization or an EpiPen treatment after the first dose of the vaccine, should not get the second shot. What? Why are we even doing two on, on top of this? Why, why are we doing this? I, I don't understand the purpose uh, it, of the no, second no, I one. I don't even understand the purpose of doing this in general for the flu. I don't either. It's. I mean, we're, we're talking flu numbers, flu-like numbers. It, it doesn't make any sense. So I, personally, uh, we rushed it so quickly. We didn't send it through the testing properly. I, I just, I wouldn't trust it personally. I, I just, I, I can't trust it. We did it way too quick. Government was involved in the the whole. I don't like government when they're involved. I don't like it. No, I, I get that, and that's why I said I'm anti this vaccine. That's my problem. Is that uh, the CDC recommends that people with a history of severe allergic reactions not related to vaccines or injectable medications, such as food allergies, pets, venom, environmental or latex may still get vaccinated. People with a history of allergies to oral medications or a family history of of severe allergic reactions or who might have a milder allergy to vaccines may still also get vaccinated. So who are the people that are not supposed to take it then? I thought it was people that had severe allergies weren't supposed to take it. People that had allergies to food, that's what the UK is even uh, saying. People with food allergies don't take it. Hell, the Australian government had to completely shut down the vaccine trials or vaccine trials. <laughs> Did I say that? The vaccine. <laughs> that's what it is. He might the, as well have just said, might as well this just is all it. a trial right now. It is. Because we're under a trial. This is human trials. Yeah. We're in human testing right now. And England has already showed us bad. And um, Australia. Australia shows bad. And we're, sh- we're starting to show that it's bad. The Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code don't apply here. No. <laughs> no. Yes. GP, you got anything you want to round off? Because we're, we're almost out of time. Do you got anything you want to round off about uh, the vaccines that we're seeing that you're seeing in the early stages now? Is there anything you want to you want to comment on before we uh, wind up for the day? here? Yeah, well, I was off air with Bruce. Uh, he was talking about how he can't wait to get it. And he's going to get <laughs> one every single day until he's sure that it's working. Bruce, don't say anything if you agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, totally. Uh, that's that's totally what I'm going to do. Yeah. Because I, I have this fasc- have, fascination of needles. I, I just love needles. Have you seen? We know. Have you guys seen the COVID nineteen vaccine advertisements yet? Have you seen these things? It's like they're they're marketing a uh, a designer drug or something. You mean they're not? 
It's you know what Tucker Carlson compared it to uh, like the uh, the late '80s, early '90s Coca Cola ads. Like, hey, have a vaccine and a smile. You remember the Coke and a smile thing? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can see that. But they do need us. I mean, it is a human trial, so we need more people to get on board to sign on up. To this experimental, no, I no, mean, GP, if I wanted to, and, <laughs> this experimental, yeah, this, <laughs> GP, if I wanted to sign up for a vaccine trial, then you know what I would do? Mm. I would sign up for a vaccine trial. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what I would How do. How dare you? Yeah. No, yeah. but they're not How as good. As That's just... exactly what I would do. <laughs> I would sign up for a vaccine trial. I wouldn't listen to uh, somebody. Well, some people would describe him as a uh, as a lizard person, uh, someone like Bill Gates. I, I wouldn't listen to someone like this who's going to come out and going to peddle his fear porn all over television across the Western world and make me take one of his vaccines that are uh, supposedly 95 percent effective, which is not even possible with 100 percent efficacy rate, I might add, which which again is not even possible. Mm. Mm-hmm. It would be the most successful vaccination ever to be developed. No, what you didn't, you missed is it's 100% effective with people who are asymptomatic. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. That's exactly how it works. Yeah, that's how it's it works. It's 100% effective with people that are asymptomatic. That's true. That's true. And over 80% of people are asymptomatic and you have a 99.7% chance of beating this thing if you do catch it. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's another little kicker is we won't know if it works or not because you're going to get the vaccine, right? You're going to get antibodies. Well, well, they're already of, saying the they're already majority saying. Of people. Yeah, but they're already they saying already well, we don't know. They're, they're already saying, well, we don't know if it's if it's not. We don't we can't say for sure that it's going to stop the spread. Oh, and by the way, you're still going to have to wear a mask. You're still going to have to social distance even after you get it. So what's the point? Because we're also trying to get rid of the flu. You didn't know. GP, the flu hasn't shown up yet this year. The flu doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's a figment yeah, of it's, programming. It's yeah, the Matrix. Yeah. The Matrix Donald, said they can, the Matrix can only handle yeah, does, one virus at a time. Does, <laughs> does Donald Trump get credit for curing the season? flu because it hasn't showed up yet this year uh oh i have a good joke i mean though, he i can't do it though so yeah all right uh we're we're out of time gentlemen so uh we are gonna okay. have to go thank you guys for sitting down today again we are changing our format this week because of the holiday uh so we are going to be doing a shorter podcast we're not going to be doing a morning show we're going to kind of compress everything that's why we were half serious and half horsing around this afternoon but that's mostly because gp was in here so we <laughs> We have to have that attitude. Blame it on me. Blame it on the crazy California guy. That's what we got to do. Yes. If you want to reach out to us and you don't want to do it on social media, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips.dynamicindependence.com. And we would humbly ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow our audience here as much as possible, but we do need your help as a loyal listener in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts with the exception of SoundCloud. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you could go over to Apple Podcasts or any other respective platform you listen to us on with a rating system and give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. Bruce and GP, thank you guys for your time tonight. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow. 